Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Encourage, Motivate, Inspire. It has been a long minute per usual. Uh, There's been so, so much going on, and I wanted to get back on here and just say get ready for some serious consistency with recordings. Um, I don't know, guys. It's just been something that's been on my heart to really get back into this. And if you've been listening, like a longtime listener, Uh, You've probably listened to some interviews of some people that I've had on the podcast, and believe it or not, um, or at least I didn't realize it, apparently you guys don't mind listening to me ramble because you guys prefer the episodes of me just talking about whatever I'm talking about than some of the interviews. So really excited to get back on here, like I said, and wanting to share a little bit more. So January of this year was officially official when it came to coaching. Um, and a lot of, you know, that that's something I've wanted to do for a while and things just fell into place and other chapters closed. So this one can be opened or rewritten or whatever, uh, you know, book analogy you want to go with. But, um, I really wanted to get on here today because I've been going through it guys. Like there's been so much good that has been happening. So I never for a second wanted to come off as complaining or anything like that, but, I've shared a lot of my mental health journey, um, battles and struggles with all of you. And, you know, there's some days that even though I'm on medication that I will find myself not being as happy go lucky, typical Courtney. And because there's so much PTSD around, um, end of 2019, when I was at my lowest low yet, um, thinking really negatively, just feeling awful, not really knowing what I wanted, but not necessarily wanting to be here to seeing a psychiatrist for the first time, to be put on medication that was the wrong medication, from going to suicidal thoughts to absolutely manic out of my mind. Um, Once we found the right medication, I've been stable and I've felt normal for the first time in forever. And lately I've been having some down days. And like I said, because of that PTSD, whenever I'm not feeling like my best self, I get in my head and I'm like, oh my God, I'm slipping or this better not last too long or I need to snap out of it or I hope I can sleep. All of these things that um, I realized are so negative, but I'm so afraid to go back to where I was before. Just like on days where I'm having a really, really good day or I'm almost feeling too uh, amped up and you guys know I'm high energy anyway, I start with the PTSD again of, oh my gosh, why am I so amped up right now? Am I hypomanic? Like what's going on? Um, Finally being diagnosed with bipolar disorder in 2020 was such a blessing. But again, with how rough everything was leading up to that, I just noticed that I'm a lot harder on myself than I thought I was when I have days where I'm either feeling super down or I'm feeling super up. Um, And this is so relevant right now, too, because for those of you who've been following along, um, knowing that I'm a coach, so a lot of personal training, a lot of nutrition, everything like that, I like to really try and have a good grasp on what's going on with my body, right? Um, I'm able to help so many other women, um, men on occasion, but sometimes I feel like I'll get in my head about what I'm doing with my body, and then the body dysmorphia sets in. So today's episode is really going to be all about body dysmorphia how to come past it when it comes to mental health, the limiting beliefs, emotional eating, everything like that. And so I just want you guys to know, even me being a coach and me losing 20 pounds in the last year and gaining a bunch of confidence doesn't mean I don't have days where I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like picking myself apart. And, you know, for a lot of people, that's hard to openly admit. But for me, you know, I always want to be raw and real. I want to share everything with you guys. There's nothing that's off limits because I know that me being myself gives everyone permission to be themselves too. 
And a lot of my women have struggled with body dysmorphia and they come to me and they're like, court, I just want to be able to look at myself in the mirror and like what I see. Or I just want to be able to step on the scale and not feel like a total failure for gaining weight. Or I want to be able to fit in my favorite clothes or wear a bikini this summer or, you know, look good naked. Let's be honest, who doesn't want to look good naked in front of their significant other? Um, and those are just things that, you know, compile in our head, the negative thoughts continue and our mental health tanks and we don't know how to help ourselves. But it's not until we recognize that cycle that we realize that, oh, holy shit, it's these negative thoughts that keep repeating themselves. And if we go from thinking negatively to finally saying, you know what, I am this pain of being unhappy is unbearable. I need to make a change. And then we do make that change, but we're not seeing results as fast as we want to we get beyond discouraged and then we fall back into those old patterns and then the cycle repeats itself. That was me for years, years and years and years of my life of trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with my body from going to I'm under eating and killing it with cardio and was your definition of skinny fat. I lost my muscle. I lost my curves. I wasn't toned. I wasn't anything, but the number on the scale went down. But me not knowing anything about nutrition and not really knowing the difference of fat loss and weight loss or even muscle loss wasn't realizing that I wasn't eating enough. So my body was storing everything I ate as fat and I was losing muscle mass, which again is where a lot of people uh, coined that term skinny fat to then the absolute opposite of going from starving myself and overexerting to overeating and not wanting to exercise. And my mental health was terrible in both of those states. And it wasn't until I started to understand nutrition more that I was able to really make a lasting, sustainable change. But along the way, and even now, like I said, at these different points, whether I was uh, binging or under eating and starving myself to eating healthy and exercising regularly, we always are going to pick ourselves apart, right? I used to say, oh, when I get down to X weight, I'm going to be happy. Well, what happens when you lose the 20 pounds or you lose the different dress sizes and inches and everything like that, and then you still don't feel your best? But also how many of us are chasing a number on the scale when in reality, it might sound good to weigh 150. You know, that was a thing for me. I'm like, I'd love to weigh 150. When I was 190 pounds, that sounded amazing. Well, I'm 170 now and I feel pretty good. Granted, again, I, we all have our days, but is another 20 pounds going to even be healthy? Probably not. But how many of us are chasing that number on our scale and correlating it with what it might feel like to be happy? Well, guys, Per usual, I'm here to tell you that it's a bunch of bullshit and I know it's easier said than done and I know it is so hard to reframe our thinking, but it is really important that we do focus on our mental health. We feel the feels. We try and figure out these cycles and figure out what makes us motivated. What are our strengths so that we can overcome those weaknesses and turn those weaknesses into strengths? And for a lot of people, it's sitting down and getting real with yourself of how bad do you want to make the change? And remembering that people like myself can give you all the tools and resources, the equation to getting your body to where you want it to be, but I can't work out for you. I can't drink water for you. I can't eat the food for you, track the food, play food Tetris. I can't make you go on a walk. I can't make you go to the gym. I can't make you get some steps in. And I think that's hard for a lot of people because we live in an Amazon Prime world where we can click a button and get something the next day, but that's not how weight loss works. That's not how fat loss works, muscle gain. That's not how dropping inches, feeling confident. That's not how it works. But I think it's so hard for all of us because we're so impatient. Technology is vast. And most of us rather spend more money on things that are quote unquote quick fixes that ruin your health more 
or pay for elaborate, expensive surgeries that totally restrict your eating and cause even more health issues, spending that kind of money just to have a quick fix when you're going to be miserable versus just accepting that it's going to take time. Like when did we forget that health is lifelong? This isn't let's get to the end of the year and be like, yay, I did it. And then cycle back to what you're doing before, because guess what? It didn't work. It didn't work. If something was a quick fix and you gain the weight back and then some, or you're not feeling good or it caused more problems, it didn't work. It didn't, you're not the one who failed it. That quote unquote diet failed you. And that's what really fueled me to figuring out this beautiful science of ridiculousness, you could say, of me really being a nerd and studying and being a sponge to figure out what actually is guaranteed to work. Because I want to be the last quote unquote diet you need because it's not a diet. It's not a meal plan. It's not some MLM bullshit. This isn't you spending thousands of dollars on food that's terrible for you. Instead, this is taking what you already enjoy, eating more of it, creating a life that you love and one that after your time of working with me, you don't have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on something else. You get to just continue that knowing that that's how you lose the weight, how you gain the muscle and how you keep the fat off. But again, how many of us are not willing to take a couple months to a year to even longer, right? We didn't gain 50 pounds overnight. We didn't ruin our hormones and our metabolism overnight. And for me, I gained weight steadily over and over and over. It wasn't a, I decided to not give a shit about anything for a couple months and gain weight. It wasn't, I decided to not work on my mental health and went to shit. You know, we always have to be working on it and we have to find ways to stay disciplined because motivation comes and goes. I could be your biggest cheerleader and you guys could be my biggest cheerleader. But if we don't take action, nothing's going to change. And we can't get mad for the results we don't see if we're not doing the work. Okay. You cannot get mad for the results you don't see if you're not doing the work. Because again, you could have everything you need and it might seem very discouraging to have to be like, man, I'm not going to get to my goal for at least a year. Well, guess what? You're going to have lots of wins along the way. A lot of my women are, again, losing inches. They're feeling better in their skin. People are noticing that whatever they're doing is working. They do feel more confident in front of their significant other naked. They are sitting in clothing from years ago that they thought they'd never wear again. They're wearing sizes so much smaller. They're sleeping better. They're eating better. Their hormones are regulated. I just celebrated a major win with a client today who was getting ready to test for PCOS because she hadn't got her period in forever. But thanks to eating more, you know, reducing stress, trying to figure out what's going to work for her body with her busy lifestyle, she got her period again. Guys, that's huge. I even had a client who's older who was just about at the 12-month mark of no period entering menopause. And at month 11, she had been working with me maybe two months and she got her period. Of course she's pissed off because she's almost in menopause. Who would want to get their period when you're that close? But for me, I had to tell her, how big of a win is this? Because we just found out that we unlocked what your body needs to repair its hormones. And so you were not premenopausal after all. There was just a lot of stuff going on with your body that your body was so stressed that you weren't getting a period, but you got it for the first time in 11 months. Yes, you wanted to be in menopause, but for me, this is even better than being in menopause because we're healing your body from the inside out. Isn't that amazing? I think sometimes we get so in our head that it's so easy to look at ourselves and pick ourselves apart, but we're not realizing all of the progress we've made along the way. 
And let me say that is the biggest note to fucking self. Okay. I can, like I said, encourage you guys all day long, but I love doing these podcasts because it's not planned. It's not an outline. It's me just talking. And for me, a lot of times, this is a great way to like voice memo journal and make all these realizations that you guys are making, right? It's so empowering when we can get out of our heads and figure this stuff out. But if we let ourselves sit in that cycle, sit in that negativity, feeling like we're never going to get there or, you know, why me or I can't. Well, guess what? Whatever you tell yourself, you're right. Because the more you tell yourself something and you believe it for better, for worse, that's going to become your reality. And we can't step into the life we love. We can't become our healthy and happiest if we're not working on the mental is just as much as the physical, right? It's harder to hear because it's like, oh, well, I just want to have to do one thing and one thing only. But remember, this becomes a beautiful equation, a beautiful masterpiece, really, of what you want your life to be and what you don't want it to look like. And for me, I don't want to cycle back. I've lost 20 pounds. I've kept it off. Do I still have a higher body fat percentage than I like? Yes. Is that going to take time? Absolutely. But what's not going to help that is throwing in the towel because the scale goes up one day or my hormones have been so fucked the last month that I'm breaking out. Well, guess what? If I just revert back to old ways and binge eat all the things I know I shouldn't be eating, that's going to mess with my hormones more. That's going to mess with the acne that's on my face more. That's going to cause me more bloating, more constipation, all these things that I know I can reverse and I know exactly how to do it, but you have to be willing to keep going. Because when you're experiencing all of these wins and you know how to continue those wins, you're going to have a fire lit under your ass to not go back to old ways. That's why I tell some of my girls, I'm like, listen, if you're not sitting down in my fitness pal and playing food Tetris and you're getting mad at yourself and you're not meeting your macros, newsflash, I'm sorry, but that's on you, right? We can want something, but we have to be willing to work for it. There's a difference between want and willing. And if you're not willing to do the work, you can't get mad at yourself and you can't get mad at anyone else. And you can't be comparing yourself to someone else's journey because you don't know where they started. You don't know what their body's going through metabolically, hormonally. And you also have no fucking clue what work they're actually doing and what works for them won't work for you. But again, if you're not willing to do the work and someone else is working, you can't get mad at comparing where they are to where you are now because we all start somewhere. And when we start somewhere, a lot of times we're uncomfortable, we're in pain, we're not happy. We look in the mirror and we just don't recognize ourselves. But my goal is for you to look in the mirror and don't recognize yourself because you've never seen yourself this happy and thriving. So just a quick episode today, just some important reminders. Remember that you are so much more than number on the scale. You are so much more than the negative thoughts that you fuel yourself with. You're so much more than, you know, the reflection that's looking back at you and you telling yourself you're not happy. And again, this is a note to self on my end too. So please don't take this as me preaching to the choir or being hypocritical because I need to hear what I'm saying just as much as you guys. I don't know if I've ever admitted this on my podcast episode, but after I record, I go back and listen to it a couple times because I'm like, ooh, damn, what, what did I talk about today? What did I need to get off of my head and off of my heart? And this is exactly that. All right, guys, so I hope you guys are ready for more short clips, more education, more encouragement, motivation, and inspiration because that's exactly why this podcast even exists. And just remember, this is always a safe space and a safe community. So if you ever need anything, you know how to get a hold of me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook group. Uh, you can find my number and text me on WhatsApp. Literally, whatever you need, I'm here for you. And just remember that you're not in this alone. You will always have at least me in your corner. But when you're willing to be vulnerable, you're going to realize there's so many other people rooting for you. You just don't know it yet. 
Okay. So much love to all of you and per normal. Peace out. See you next time.